Welcome to this bonus episode, Public Health Plus. I'm Cass. And I'm MJ. All right, MJ, are we going to have another super spicy hot take today? Or what, yes. are we, what are we talking about? It might be too spicy, so please pull me back if, if it gets like out of control. <laughs> All right, just don't start shouting or anything. Nobody needs that. <laughs> I'll try not to. So I filed my taxes for the first time a few years ago as an independent, oh as an God, individual. Oh my God, forget how forget how young you are. I'm not that young. I'm 25. Like I'm getting there. Yeah. But like I filed my tax. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> it's just, you know, I find it hilarious. And I'm sure I did this too. When, you know, young people are like, I'm not, I'm not that young. I'm like, okay, well, I'm almost 40. So, you know, 25 <laughs> so it was a long time ago. But anyway, I remember filing my taxes for the first time by myself as an independent a few years ago. And my parents, mostly my dad, when I was filing, he was just hovering over my shoulder, virtually hovering because we, we weren't the same house. But he was like just obsessive about trying to pay as little tax as possible for me. He's trying to say, okay, you need to do this. If you, if you fill this out this way, if you feel like that out that way, uh, you could save this, you could say that. He was just, there was an obsession that he had to pay as little tax as possible. And I remember going through that and I ended up saving I don't know, maybe a hundred dollars, you know? And I mean, you know, to be fair, a hundred dollars is not an insignificant amount of money, right? Depending on who. I mean, unless you're like a, a millionaire. Right. A like hundred dollars, like a nice dinner out at least. Yeah, yeah. A nice dinner out, maybe two dinner outs. Um, but like, I just remember going through that and I'm just like, is this worth it? Like, I am, I am very much a person where if I see a line in a restaurant, I just don't go. Because I don't, I don't like waiting. Like I, I don't like hassle, and I don't like waiting. So after going through that experience, and I'm just like, this is too much effort to go through. You're the person that the federal government loves. I guess you're too lazy to try to figure out how to save I'm money. I'm too lazy to figure out how to like dodge out of it. Well, not no, no, no. It's not you're not dodging. No, <laughs> you're getting your refund that is due to you. There are lots of people who dodge. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I get so frustrated all the time when I hear the IRS spending all of their money auditing low-income people because they don't have the resources to fight back Right. versus rich people. I'm pretty sure this number is correct, but we should double check. But I just read something recently. If we could get rich people to pay what they owe, not more, we're not, I'm not talking about changing the laws, under the current laws, if we could get them to pay what, what they owe, it's like $600 billion. Post-production MJ here. So it's not 600 billion, but 160 billion, which is still a lot of money. Yeah, and it's insane. And I think- But they're dodgy as- Redacted. And they just won't pay. Oops. <laughs> I mean, this is- Our tax system is definitely not equitable in any way, shape, or form. And this no. is the spicy part of this, the hot take of this episode that I was going to get into at the end. But, you know, while we're on the subject, why not just get into it now? Let's just, just <laughs> like, jump right in. Just dive into just the Just jump right in. Like Let's Get into the hot sauce. Yeah, like people like us who are not super rich, we're fighting over- or my dad is, I guess I'm not, but like my dad is like struggling to get like a few hundred dollars less in taxes. Well, you know, that's like nothing to someone who's like a millionaire or a billionaire. And if we have even like a remotely equitable tax system. I have to say, so I, I worked, I graduated from undergrad. I worked for a few years, went back to school. I mean, I, I didn't make a ton of money in my job. I was a nurse's aide in a rural community hospital. So we're not talking about big bucks. But right. the first time I got a paycheck as a, as a real grown up, so I joined the faculty at the School of Public Health. 
first time I got my paycheck and I'm looking at it with James, like looking at my pay stub, I'm like, where did all my, where's all my money? Where did it all go? Like it, oh, so much of it went to taxes. And I was like, what, what is that? Like, what? Right. why? Why? <laughs> so I can sort of understand the impulse to, or, you know, to, to pay as little as is legally required. Right. But if you make hundreds of millions of dollars right. and then can't be bothered to pay like a million dollar tax bill. You you already have hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, yeah, you don't like have, what do you need? You don't have hundreds of thousands of student loan debt that you have to pay off as well. Yeah. It's more efficient if we just go after a few people for their fair share instead of a hundred thousand people for like a little bit. So it may be more efficient, but it's certainly less cost effective. So it's the government for a variety of reasons is not targeting individuals who make a lot of money, one of those reasons being those people have the resources to fight back and can make things longer and drawn out versus, you know, somebody who marks something wrong on the form and then they're, you know, getting hosed, right? They don't have the resources to fight back against that. Yeah. I mean, that's just one of the many problems this country deals with. But anyway, (laughs) the topic of taxes, it may not be directly related to public health, but it's an underlying force that drives so many things in our society, right? Exactly. Yeah, I was just going to say a lot of our programs, things that impact public health and public health programs directly are funded by tax dollars, either state, local, or even federal tax dollars. Yeah. So this topic definitely deserves a full episode, but I don't think I could talk about this topic without all my rage boiling out. So this is why it's a bonus episode. It's of a full episode. We need to keep you not too rageful. Let's, you know, we can meditate afterwards. It'll be all right. We can meditate. Yeah. (laughs) So there are some people and some groups out there that have made cutting taxes across the board an identity. And there are even some minor fractions that are even more extreme and say we shouldn't have a certain tax like at all. And I just want to go through this thought experiment or thought exercise because every time I hear these phrases, it just drives me completely insane. For example, have you heard this phrase? I don't use social safety net programs, so why am I paying them? Are you paying taxes, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I've heard that. And I say, well, do you drive on the roads? Yes. Do you (laughs) call 911? Do you go to the hospital? Oh, I I own my own business. Okay, well, did you personally pay for the road that your business is on, that your customers use to get to your company? No, I don't think so. Right. Your taxes paid for that. So I just want to go through this thought experiment of like, even if you use no, the conventional social safety net programs, you're not on, for example, food stamp, you're not on TANFs. What are things that your taxes pay for? So you mentioned a few already, roads. Your taxes pay for roads. Your taxes pay for emergency services. Maybe your taxes didn't pay for it in full, but I'm pretty sure utilities and waters are subsidized. Turns out it's a little bit more complicated than that. But in general, yes, your taxes does go to building and maintaining the infrastructure for your utilities. But yeah, a lot of things are subsidized by taxes. Maybe they're not fully paid for, but they're subsidized by taxes. So a lot of taxes go into research. So a lot of these public health initiatives, a lot of these uh, just safety initiatives, they, they were conducted by medications, medication, right? They were conducted by tax dollar driven research and you benefit from them. I mean, streetlights, we talked about roads, but like streetlights, you know, when power goes out and companies have to go fix, you know, uh, an electrical whatever, I can't remember what it's called right now. <laughs> The name is escaping me, but the, the, you know, the, the, the box, (laughs) what is it called? Junction, junction, anyway, whatever. Transformer. Transformer. Yes. So like if a transformer goes out, companies are having to 
go out and fix those transformers, I'm sure that some some portion of tax dollars are supporting these companies to just be able to provide electricity to people. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, for example, like, uh, who, who are the people that screens at airports? Who are they called? TSA. TSA. That's, I'm pretty sure they are paid for it by taxpayer money, right? So that level of safety is taxpayer supported. I mean, the military? Yes. Your homeland security, all that tax dollars. Education? Education, yes. Local schools. So like even if you don't have kids, you went to... Some school. School, right? Which is really important. So, you know, there are a lot of things that federal tax dollars go for. We ta- I think we talked about emergency services, but like, yeah. you know, firefighters, right? Like that's, that's really important. Do you like camping? Those national parks are not maintained themselves. National parks? You know, do you like beautiful beaches? Do you like, you know... The land is maintained by tax dollars. And I didn't even think about this, like food. A lot of food is subsidized. Oh my God. Our agricultural system in the US is so, so subsidized. I was reading an article the other day where people were complaining about, oh, social services, social safety nets. This is, you know, why are you uh, getting a, a government handout? And these were people who live in areas with high agricultural, you know, it's like the the soil bank and and subsidies when crop prices decline and all these things like you, you are getting a social <laughs> handout. Like, what are you talking about? Right. And I think this is the impetus of why I wanted to do this episode, because I've, I've heard these phrases so often and I just want to like put out there and illustrate the fact that, yeah, it's annoying when you see your paycheck and it's like taxes are taken out of it. But I just need to remind everyone that those taxes are paying for things that you use. You may not think about them, but you definitely use taxpayer or tax funded things, both indirectly like research or regulations or directly like literally the roads that your cars drive on. There you go. That's my hot take. I managed to stay calm throughout most of it. So I'm really surprised. You only got zesty a few times, but I think the challenge is more about getting people to pay their fair share that they owe right now, rather than, yes, we need to restructure the tax system. I think that we have several issues with the way it is with like carried interest or whatever it's called and like how generational wealth is passed down. You know, there there are a bunch of issues with the current tax system. But even if we change nothing about the proportion or the percentage that people owe, people are not paying their fair share because people with a lot of money have the resources to avoid paying taxes. And so we continue to target unfairly people who already are struggling because they're low income. It's not fair. Yeah. This was one of the more mellow MJ's hot takes. I was actively restraining myself. But anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of MJ's Hot Takes or Public Health Plus. Tune in on Thursday for our regularly scheduled programming. 